I'm Jocelyn Ponciano. And I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And this is that good old Disney podcast. Hi, Sam. Hi, Josie. So we are continuing our sequel month uh, adventures. So Ed- what, <laughs> what, are, what movies are we talking about today? Well, Sam, we're talking about two straight-to-DVD movies. Yay! The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> that no one asked for. So... Yes. We got Cinderella 2, Dreams Come True, and Cinderella 3, A Twist in Time. So it's very funny. I actually grew up, I watched the second one a lot when I was a kid. A lot. Really? Yes. I, I mean, <laughs> to no surprise, I watched it all the time. Well, the third one came out uh, late, wait, I think I was in like middle school by that point. And it's not yeah, that yeah. I was over, I don't think I was, again, over Disney, but I wasn't like dying to watch it i remember actually i was in high school i think i was in high school or it was a couple years i've I've seen it before this was my second viewing but it definitely had been a while but um well it's been a while for both but this but for the third one i remember i was asking someone i'm like what even is the third one about like i know they go there's like a time like they changed the timeline or whatever and she was like well uh one of my friends like oh well so Anastasia, blah, blah, blah. And I forgot that the stepsister was Anastasia. And I was thinking Anastasia from Anastasia, <laughs> which I'm like, what a movie. Like, what, why is she there? A but crossover she, episode. That, yeah. Yeah. Really? What a weird crossover. Um, but no, that is not, that is not the Anastasia of that movie. Um, but yeah, uh, these movies are so different and mm-hmm. <laughs> we we talked about this last time with Bambi how the lighter the the actually the darker the first film the original the lighter the sequel yes and this is and there I've seen sequels like I feel like Aladdin for example those I mean while they all range from like cuz those are that's a tri- that's also a trilogy air quotes um mm-hmm. but like they uh, in terms of adventure and like stuff, they're all kind of roughly the same. It's been a while since I've watched at least one of them, <laughs> probably all of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah. but like they're all kind of within the same realm of in, in terms of uh, the context and like adventure and, and being on the edge of your seat ish. Um, whereas the second one is so light, you are never stressed for. I mean. Maybe one part you're a little stressed, but you're not. Uh, you know it's going to be fine. And the third one, oh my gosh, like, holy crap, this movie. <laughs> like, again, I, I'd only seen it once, so I didn't remember it that well. I just remembered, I remembered one of the most, the, the crazy, one of the, the craziest things that, to me that happens in this movie. And I remembered, like, the funny thing. The one, the big, the funniest thing because I think everybody knows that scene because it's a freaking meme. But yes. <laughs> um, um, like you're, you, everybody needs to watch Cinderella three. You don't know cinema until you've seen Cinderella three. <laughs> if, if you're studying film right now, if you're about to get your degree, you're not allowed to get it until you've seen Cinderella three. Yeah, you gotta watch. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta watch. Uh, Pulp Fiction, Goodfellas, and Cinderella 3. <laughs> oh, that should be my graduation cap. <laughs> <laughs> what a 
what a again what yeah what a weird trilogy um what a weird so um starting off with cinderella 2 dreams come true so yeah cinderella 2 was you know both these were straight to video releases and it came out on february 26 2002 uh cinderella 3 twist in time came out and came out February 6, 2007, so about five years later. And the second one, uh, because this is taking place in the post-Renaissance era, and so this still had that blue castle logo. And mm. the third one was the first direct-to-video to have the CGI castle. Like, the, the, logo, the logo we all know now. Yeah, and because it was still pretty new, because this came out two thousand seven, and that that logo didn't come out until um, two thousand six with the second Pirates movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was when I when I was watching and I saw that logo, I was just like, I for a second I'm like, wait, this wasn't in, was this in theaters? This wasn't in theaters. It uh, there was definitely a lot more effort in this one. <laughs> yeah, so I would. I'm like, I could <laughs> believe it was in theaters. Um, but anyway, so a lot of the voice actors are pretty much the same for no one, no one from the original, obviously, but in the, these two films, the voice actors are the same. So Cinderella is voiced by Jennifer Hale and the prince is voiced by Christopher Daniel Barnes. Do you know who he's famous for playing? Uh, yes. (laughs) He is Prince Eric. Which is from like, the Little Mermaid. Yep. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and I think uh, the voices of like Jock and Gus and the, the mice and like all, uh, most of the again, it's the same. And the king, it's all the, the actually the guy that voiced the king voice. I was like, I know his voice sounds so familiar. This is weird. And it he has he played Owl um, in Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. it's it's just it's filled with it's definitely filled with people that you've heard of you've heard like their voice from other films um but yeah. it's pretty much this most of them are pretty sure are the same people in this uh both films um the only thing i noticed was gus for some reason in the third movie his voice sounded really different but it was the oh, same yeah. guy so okay there was a scene i actually had to go back because his voice, like, dr- like was so deep. Like, it was on a, it was not... It sounded still, like, the, like, mouse-esque. But it wasn't mm-hmm. the same, like, cutesy voice. It was, like, a man's voice. It yeah. was... Do you, know, do you know what scene I'm talking about? I feel about? like I know what you... Yeah, It was I when they're so. overhearing... When they're watching uh, the prince, like, Oh, they found the girl. Wait, this isn't her. Like, and that, that scene. Yeah. And I was like, what? I had to go back because the voice just changes so much. And it was just weird. Like, and I was like, did they get a different voice actor? No, it's the same voice actor. And I don't know why it's changing. Like, it, it was it was kind of weird. Um, yeah. So Cinderella 2. It, well, actually, so much the design, I want to make point this out because I noticed this right away. The logo, oh, yeah. it's just the blue logo. And then the castle... Like, the blue, like, logo castle turns into the Cinderella castle. But they... It was weird, and it wasn't the same castle. Like, the same, like, illuminating, like, like bright white castle. That's mm-hmm. supposed to look almost, like, angelic and 
like like it's not real and this looked like there was a lot more detail into it and i'm like this is wrong i don't like this yeah like and this is i think we kind of mentioned this in bambi 2 where the animation is updated because there's like a set 40 plus year difference between these movies yeah but it's not and it's not bad animation uh for them, I mean, there were, I will say, I'm, we get, there's a couple of, there was a scene where I'm like, what is up with the animation? It looked very weird. <laughs> but um, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't look bad. It's just like, compared to the original, it just doesn't, it's not the same, like, wow, this is beautiful. Like, Yeah, no. Uh, it, it's one of those things that you have to like, see it to like, it's not bad animation. It's just, it doesn't really compare. Um, so... It starts off with, like, uh, Jack and Gus are, like, rushing through the palace and to because the fairy godmother is reading the Cinderella story, which begs the question, why is there a book of Cinderella in the library? Did someone write this? Like, like this, I was just so good. I didn't, it never occurred to me when I was a kid, obviously, but I was like, there's a book of Cinderella's life? In the library mm-hmm. where she lives? That's okay. And also, when was this planned? Like, I'm really curious, because the fairy godmother <laughs> is just hanging out in this movie. Mm-hmm. So they basically co- show up late, and they're like, oh, man, there's no more Cinderella stories. And they decide to make a book. And just, it's basically three short stories of things that have happened since Cinderella became a princess. So the first one is... uh. I don't, it's called, I, I think it's called, like, Aiming to Please or something. And it's her on her first day of being a princess where she has to plan the spring banquet and learn the ropes of being a princess. And she is doing a terrible job at it and has to do it her way. And then the second one is called A Tall Tale and Jacques basically turns into a human. And the third one, uh, Cinderella is helping Anastasia, her stepsister, uh, find, or, like, find, like, she found love and the stepmother's trying to keep them apart. Um, Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna say right out the, like, right out the gate, like, I don't, I don't think this movie is, like, it's not, like, painfully bad or anything. I feel like with, and this applies to a lot of these sequels, it just didn't need to happen. Yeah. Like, it's not really, like, Twist in Time is was a really fun, ridiculous ne- movie. It needed to happen. <laughs> like, like this one, uh, it just it was just like a light movie of this is what happened during when she becomes a princess. Uh, it wasn't that relevant. I feel like. Would you agree? I feel like I don't think that the stories get like worse. I just think the first one is the best one. Yeah. In terms of holding my interest. Yeah. Um, yeah, I yeah. I feel like they should have done maybe not segments. Yeah. I think that's where, like, I lost, like, the second we go into um Jacques and his, like, little kind of adventure situation. Yeah. I was, I, like, toned out. Like, zoned out. Um. Yeah. I was kind of, yeah, like, apart from animation-wise as well, like, animation played a huge part in this for me. Like, now, not as a kid. As a kid, I... Loved. Didn't think about it. Yeah, didn't think about it. Never crossed my mind. Love this movie, like with all my heart. 
But um, yeah, like watching it now, especially having recently watched Cinderella. Yes. It's very like, it falls flat. You can clearly, also there's a lot of like discoloring. I don't know if you noticed that. Like not just in the castle, but like in like their skin tones and certain like dresses and certain things. I was just like, this is not the color pattern that they were before. Um, it re- it really take took me out from everything. And yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's just it's just a very light. It's like this is like a good background movie like you turn something on while you're running around your house doing something yeah 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 yeah. um i actually it was in the first one so cinder when cinderella um so again she's learning the ropes and she's learning this dance and she's struggling and okay so she's being taught by prudence who's like the i don't know what her title is like She's like just a person, ladies and wait. They're not. She's not the ladies and wait, lady in waiting. She's just a person. I don't know what her role is. We don't really know what her title is, but she's basically teaching her and her ladies in waiting are teaching Cinderella. They're teaching her this dance. She then, uh, everyone's bombarding her with a bunch of questions. Which I'm like, how is this an appropriate time to ask her this? She's mm-hmm. doing something else. She falls, and then Prudence is being a jerk and like. This is supposed to, you're supposed to this is supposed to be like on one's feet or something. And it's like, again, she fell. Like I she didn't try to fall, she just fell. And she leaves and's like is running away like up the stairs crying. And the animation, it was just like it wasn't smooth. It just looked almost like choppy. Yeah. Did you see that? It was just like it was it was the weird I was like, what am I seeing? It was very weird. And it never happened any other time. That and when she decides to, like, she has to do this her way and she puts on her regular clothes and all that, she, like, shakes out her hair and her hair is really long (laughs) when she Mm -hmm. shakes it out. And I'm like, wow, you have fabulous hair. It just grows when you shake your head. (laughs) And uh, that was probably, I think that in that, that was the one, like, other than the, you know, animation isn't as beautiful that was mm-hmm. the only other biggest. I didn't really notice the color uh, issue. I'm the sure color it's there. Was, yeah, no, that was like the first thing I noticed. Like it was like really in the skin tone. Also, because there is a huge animation difference from Cinderella two and Cinderella three. Um, oh my like, god! Yes. That too is also really weird. So when I rewatched, because I've mentioned this before, um, I've watched Cinderella yeah. three so many times. Um, but rewatching Cinderella 2, having like been so used to the reanimation of Cinderella 3 after Cinderella, if that makes sense, that got confusing yeah. for me. But um yeah, like after watch after seeing this animation from Cinderella 2, it was even more like it threw me off even more. Because yeah. I was ready for the jump from Cinderella to Cinderella 3, but I forgot yeah. this weird middle <laughs> animation. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. It tries so hard to be what Cinderella was, and I'll give them that. They, you know, it, it. If you want authenticity, this one looks as similar Closer. as yeah, yeah. But um, no, 
like yeah 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 i can't defend cinderella 2 um there will have to be a lot for me to be like this is a good sequel yeah it's not a uh it's it's very it is kind of forgettable um i think the reason i watched it a lot as a kid is because it was very light and easy and it's not stressful and (laughs) i think the most (laughs) stressful part of the movie is when uh she oh it's so if they're planning the spring festival which the festival i gotta say this isn't the second this isn't the second story this is when so jacques uh feels he can't help cinderella anymore because people are always everyone else is helping her and doing stuff for her and he and the mice feel they can't really help her anymore because they're mice and they're small and and it's he wants to be human so he can help her more and and they're planning the spring festival which is really lame it's literally just a ferris wheel and a couple of like games (laughs) and that's the whole i'm like this sucks and oh so i did part i did laugh at this part there's a puppet show going on on all these kids are watching and laughing and then you see the king is standing behind him and like like clapping his hands (laughs) i didn't think that was funny and then he decides he like he's like the grand duke is just like his babysitter basically and he drags him around to an elephant that how did they get an elephant like it's giving rides kind of like how like you have pulley rides at certain like carnival like outdoor events they had an elephant and mm-hmm. the elephant uh so oh the build-up to this while uh, prior to the elephant like losing control is because there is a new cat because there has to be another threat to the mice because they don't live with uh, the stepsisters anymore, so Lucifer is not there. He does show up, mm-hmm. but he's not living in the castle. There's a new cat named Pom Pom, and I understand why <laughs> she was there, but no, <laughs> like I get like okay, it's kind of like the equivalent of, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I want to say it was kind of the equivalent of like how in the second Peter Pan, there's like a giant octopus, but that's an even dumber example because for that, it could have just still been a crocodile. It's just another threat that's doing yeah. the same thing. But Pom Pom, I was thinking, we who is the owner of this cat? Like, yes, it lives in the palace, so maybe it's the prince's, but like we never, there's no, we never see them together. It's just a cat that's living in the palace. And mm-hmm. Um, she sees when uh, Jack turns into a human and Vuke said it as, oh, he's worth like 10 mice and tries to like, <laughs> is trying to attack him the whole short. And then she like attacks him while on a Ferris wheel and he falls off, lands on the elephant and the elephant goes berserk. And just, I was thinking, Pom-Pom, if you actually s- succeed in like, you can, yes, I, I mean a cat, if a cat really tried to, it could probably kill a human, maybe. Like, if its claws are sharp enough and it's that violent and hostile. But, and I was just thinking, though, like, if she's successful, they're gonna probably put her down because she's <laughs> killing guests of the the princess. Like, so, so, anyway, uh, he lands on the elephant, the elephant goes berserk, and then there, then becomes the whole lesson of Oh, he is actually way better as a mouse than a human because a human can't stop the elephant, but a mouse can because elephants are afraid of mice. And 
then this is on this part i was thinking uh cinderella after he turns back into a mouse she's like jack you saved the day i can always count on you and i'm like wait so you didn't know that it was him before i feel like she would have said something so Mm -hmm. did you just watch him turn back (laughs) she just appeared out of nowhere and was like hey thanks and i'm like what i don't know um yeah and I, the, I couldn't tell you <laughs> I don't know that I feel like that scene where the elephant's running around is maybe the most stressful but it's not like it's still funny because yeah. like there's an elephant loose and the king is holding on for dear life and there's literally the part where he runs by going stop at the name of the king like I thought that was funny too like it that that, that wasn't even stressful that is the most stressful part of the movie and it's not stressful yeah um and the last one is so Anastasia falls in love with the baker in town mm-hmm. and the stepmother thinks she he's beneath her and doesn't want her seeing him and Cinderella is you know like no go for it stop following your mother's orders and all this and I was thinking about this so the third one it's basically supposed to the second this movie is not only forget it's not only kind of forgettable like they don't want you to remember it because it has nothing to do with the third one. Yeah. It does not exist in that timeline. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I mean, pun unintended, but like, seriously, like it's supposed to be the first one. And then that the, because in this one, Anastasia does fall in love. It ends up with the Baker. And other than the fact that there is a picture at the, in the end credits of the third one of her and the Baker, because there's all these pictures of the characters in the movie in these famous paintings, like the Grand Duke is the scream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just like, okay, so wait, is this supposed to be? Maybe that takes place after that. Well, that doesn't make sense well, either because of what happens with the Drizella and and um, Lady Tremaine in the end of the third one. Well, that's that's how it's supposed to go because you know how um uh the fairy godmother is just like, oh, um, we already went through all of this, so do you want me to take you back to a present time? And then she sees them all, like, happy to be remarried and all that stuff. She's like, you know what? I'll just let them relive all of this again. Yeah. So in that sense... So she um, probably turns them back? Yeah. Okay. I think. So Maybe. it probably, like, happens. So then the second movie can... Yeah, we don't, we're not going to think about it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, something I forgot to mention. In each of these three, there is a pop song. And... Nope. <laughs> and I, we talked about this in Bambi, and Bambi, it was just very random, and I didn't feel like it called for it. Like, and this, I mean, it was the same thing, but honestly, like, to me, and maybe it's because I was watching this for years, I didn't watch Bambi, and so I was shocked. I don't know why I was shocked. Like, I know that era, I know that there would be pop songs, but I would say, uh, for this, I like the first song a lot. And the second one is okay. The third one is also kind of meh. But I gotta say, it's they are still hilarious because they are exactly what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> like like <laughs> there are there are words like that are yes, this is a piece of dialogue that somebody says in the movie, and I thought that's <laughs> that's accurate. That is what's happening. Yep, exposition. Um, the song. Yes. Like- yeah. Basically. <laughs> basically. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of. And this goes for the third one as well. Uh, because they're more modern, they are also a lot more 
animated and like comical. Yeah. Like there's more jokes and more like, like there is a part when they're giving, so uh, in the third one, Lucifer sees the other cat Pom Pom and is in love with her and they just, and the mice decide to help him and give him a makeover and they give him the first makeover they give him is like a reggae, like, like Bob Marley kind of look. Like he's got the hat and he's got dreads and I'm like, what? At the time, I don't think, again, as a five-year-old, I don't think I questioned this, but as a adult, I'm like, this is not an, this doesn't exist yet. How do you know about this? Why would you give him this? Like, the jokes are definitely, they don't really care, go for, it's, it's not like making fun of something modern, but like how in Shrek, they, in Shrek 2, they make fun of like, there's like the medieval version of Starbucks. Oh, it's not, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not like, it's just taking something mod. And it's not like Aladdin where the entire joke is that genie is making all these references that don't make sense because they haven't happened yet, but he's a genie. Like he would know this stuff. Like that's mm-hmm. that, that's the, why that works. This doesn't make sense. And I saw it and I was like, I laughed because it was so like, what? Like, yeah. wh- why? <laughs> um, but yeah, this, if anything, and what I would have liked to have seen was more of the prince and Cinderella, which yeah. you only get a little bit in the first one, but the, this is pretty much the whole point of the third one, yep. which we are getting to now. <laughs> which we are getting to right now, segue. Yeah. If we were sponsored, this is where our sponsor Yeah, <laughs> brought to you by. <laughs> um, twist in time. Um. Yes. Yeah, so very different movie. <laughs> very different movie. Yeah. So after the tragedy that was this 2002 film, we get this <laughs> 2007 film, which is by far my most favorite sequel ever. Holy crap! Like this movie. This movie is insane. There, there is a meta joke, and there's a freaking zinger in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, it's just, I've, it's so different than I think any other sequel that I've seen. Yeah. Like, I, I can't think, I, I'm trying to, I, I can't, I can't, I feel like even sequels where they all have the same, they, ha- like, there is, like, that updated animation, there's more modern, the jo- the telling of the joke is more modern, the style of the humor is, is more contemporary um mm. but like just this entire story something is just so different than anything any other sequel any yeah. other straight to video sequel like it's yeah. it's kind of crazy it is and i think that's one of the reasons why i still enjoy this film now yeah because it's not cinderella 2 um <laughs> like it's not necessarily it is definitely a money grabber they're like well Let's try this again. Maybe we'll get more money. Oh, yeah. But you can see that there was more thought into, like, the story, plot, actual, like, character development, motivation. Um, I'm giving it a lot of credit. It's not the greatest thing ever, 
but to me. But it is. It's the <laughs> greatest thing ever. Yeah. So we open with um, the Cinderella and the prince and then Lady Tremaine and the evil stepsisters singling, singing this song, which is what? Perfectly perfect. It's like their one year anniversary. Yeah. And I did find this scene funny because it cuts to, so Anastasia and Drizella, they are now stuck doing all like the house chores. And they're in the kitchen doing dishes. And it's so many dishes. So many. Like, they're a restaurant. I'm like, you're three people. <laughs> and even if you eat several times a day, you're really using this, this many dishes? Also, maybe sell, like, a third of your dishes. You probably could hire help. Like, yeah. also, that's, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, I the whole point is supposed to be, oh, Cinderella's living this really great life now and they're stuck like with this crummy life but like i i just feel like realistically other than the fact that they did lose they could be like they should be fine it shouldn't be this bad this bad yeah (laughs) it's an exaggeration yeah oh yeah it's definitely an exaggeration it's like they didn't touch a single dish in a year like they they literally ran as far as they can go without doing any chore. And now they're yeah. forced to do it. Um, but yeah, so we're getting those two parallels of Cinderella and the Prince celebrating their one year anniversary. And the evil stepsisters celebrating their one year <laughs> since Cinderella's been gone from the castle. It's a really funny song. Really, really enjoy mm-hmm. it. And um, so... There's this picnic waiting for them, I guess, hosted by the fairy godmother. So and- this raised, sorry, this raised the question for me of like, so so the prince knows about the fairy godmother and the mice and like all of, all of it, I guess. I just, I was just wondering like, how did, how would she explain that to him? But then again, I, I don't know. I was just, it just, it was, it was kind of this, I hadn't, again, it's been a long time since I've seen this. I was just thinking, oh, so he knows, like, I mean, I guess it might make sense when she's like, oh, uh, that's why I had to leave and uh, midnight and all that. I was just kind of surprised that he knows about the fairy godmother and knows the fairy godmother and knows the mice and he was not shocked at all by this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it no, I, I think it's kind that. of like a... Like a Mulan, I was thinking that situation. <laughs> but the whole the, the whole thing there is that he doesn't know about Mushu until the very end. I almost said that. I almost, I was thinking about that. Yeah, he's <laughs> like he doesn't know about Mushu or any of it until the very end. Where because she isn't it she couldn't or something because he was like her guardian. I don't know. It's been also a while since I've seen that. Yeah, uh, I don't think so. I think she's just straight up like. I don't keep any secrets from my husband and everyone's okay with that. <laughs> it was just like the joke. He doesn't know. And then he knows. And yeah. Then, okay, cool. We, we move on. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We but move on. Yes. But yes, anyway, he does. So the prince does know all about this. And Anastasia is kind of watching them like frolicking and on their horses and whatever. And, and she basically, she just really wants kind of a love like Cinderella. And and boy, she is totally in for it. Like, yeah. like, like, and I was actually thinking, so originally, Drizella was going to be the one that was going to redeem herself. Mm-hmm. And they picked Anastasia because of 
the relationship that she and Cinderella like sort of developed in the second one. Mm-hmm. And I was like thinking like, okay, well take that away. Like let's, I mean, again, forget the second one. Why? <laughs> Done. Like I know, I know. <laughs> I, knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. But even the second one, like, or I guess what, why, why Anastasia? Why not Drizella? They're pretty much in the first one. They're pretty much the same. Yeah. Like there's no real one significantly nicer to her. They're, there's no, they are both pretty much equally terrible. So I was more just kind of wondering why did they pick Anastasia? I don't, it doesn't, it wouldn't, I don't think it would make that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Cause Drizella in this is kind of being, she's like kind of making jokes or she's kind of the comic relief of the situation. Like she's mad that it's not her, but also like, I, you know, she's just kind of there and making like sarcastic comments and snide comments. And I was just kind of wondering, cause Anastasia could have been the one to do that. You know, like I was, so I was just really curious why, like what, I don't know. What is your theory? I understood why they did, but I feel like other than the second movie, there wasn't a huge reason why it had to be Anastasia. Um, I would say only, and I'm grabbing like the thinnest of okay. like. Um, I'm not trying to like tell me now. I was <laughs> tell thinking, me what me, is it? It made me. It just made me think. Yeah. No. I think. Okay. So going off of that, do you remember like the rehearsal in Cinderella where they're like practicing like the flute and she's singing yes. whatever, and that's when they get the note that you know there's a ball. Yeah. And I think there is where we get motive. Um, because Anastasia wants love. She wants a prince. She's just like, imagine being married to a prince. Yeah. And Drizella's like, I'm gonna be so rich. Like she imagine- says that right. Oh, she says that there? I in think the first so. one. I think she like oh, mentions it. Or she's okay. like Yeah, I think she's like putting on fake like jewelry or something. I I vaguely remember this somewhere where she's just like um yeah i believe she's like imagine like me being married to the prince like something in riches like something money related okay and i think that's the only reason that they give anastasia the redeeming art because one there's a better story there okay okay i I, that's true like if that i i will definitely double check but if that is the case, then I, I'm like, okay, I can accept that. I, I totally can accept, accept that. I can move. On. No, because like, I was just like wondering. I'm like, I know why, but also why? Like, yeah, no, because it sure. wouldn't be any. It like would it be significantly different? And I don't think it would. But if that comment is made, then I can totally believe that. Because yeah. even at that ending in the second one, where she basically the mom's trying to take her away from the baker, and Nancy, she's like, no, and. I'm going to stay with him. He's great and all this. And, um, and, uh, Lady Tremaine leaves and calls after Giselle and Giselle's just kind of staring, kind of like, you know, she's, wow, her sister just stood up to their mom because she's abusive to all of, to, to them as well as, I mean, Cinderella, she treats just like nothing. Whereas her daughter, she's just like abusive. And this movie kind of proved she's not just like a normal, Every other villain in some capacity has tried to kill the heroes, mm-hmm. except her, until this movie. 
and you kind of real. I kind of made me think like she isn't just simply. It's not just simply she wants what's she she wants to her daughters to marry and be happy. She's all doing this for her. Oh yeah, like at the very end, especially it's like it's like oh my god, can't you just lose with grace? Like she never. Yeah, like especially this one, Lady Tremaine gets a huge part, a huge like m- more into her character of being like evil. Yeah, because <laughs> again, like oh, you, you said perfectly, yeah. it was more of just like abusive, very like she didn't think anything of Cinderella. Here, it's just there's more motive. Now you owe me something. We talked about this before, where it was just like, why does she hate Cinderella? There's no real reason why she needs to hate Cinderella. Now she does. Now she's, we understand yeah. why. In the first one, she's like lightly wicked. And then she, I mean, not lightly, she's wicked. But here she's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like it's, it's almost out of hand. Like the length she's going to ruin Cinderella's happy ending. Like she, I mean, <laughs> I guess, well, actually, well, Josie, if you want to continue, what happens when Anastasia follows Cinderella and the prince? Because this okay, is when so, it really things get crazy. Yeah, so she, Anastasia follows them and she stumbles upon this huge magic show. Mm-hmm. And again, like foreshadowing and exposition, the song, the song. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) yeah. If you watch this opening number, you know everything that's about to happen. Um, Mm -hmm. The fairy godmother basically shows what she did in the first movie. Yep. um, Yeah, and gives them that was like, uh, yeah. Sorry, she. uh, I keep cutting you off. No, you're good. She literally. They show up. It's their anniversary, and she then like. They're like reliving their their like night that they met, and they're back in their like ball clothes, and it's like, okay, just in case we forgot <laughs> what happened, in, in case you forgot, uh, which was cute, but also like, yes, it's exposition the song, <laughs> it's exposition the song, and and the stage is just hiding in a bush, watching, yeah, she just falls out watching of a tree. all of this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she's just you know peeping what's going on and she's just like oh so that's how she did it which is like kind of an under like reaction to seeing actual magic yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. um yeah but also in this yeah in this scene she's at what not only is she like watching magic it's like it's not like the whole point of it because it's, it's like she's viewing it like this is i mean yes the magic is what got her to the ball. But as, you know, she will kind of learn throughout the movie, it doesn't really matter. Magic didn't make them fall in love. Magic yeah. didn't... That she is not... It's not... She didn't just cheat her way to get the prince. Like, she... Magic got her there. And that's... And she did the rest. Like, and yeah. that's the whole... That's the point of... And that's what she still doesn't seem to get until as the movie goes on, it becomes more, she becomes to start to have more of a moral compass. And like, well, actually between her mother and her sister, she has the most moral of of a a moral compass. Yeah. (laughs) And 
gods. Uh, the fairy godmother literally her wand, she like is just like, I don't know, whatever, waving her wand, and her wand just goes flying. And where does it land? Right in front of Anastasia. <laughs> and I was just like, really? You just, no you fight. just slipped just- it out? Of, you just, sl- <laughs> just, just threw it out of your hand? Okay. <laughs> I literally wrote in my notes, really? <laughs> just, really? <laughs> yeah, no fight. There was no like, try to sneak my way to the other side of this weird forest thing and find mm-hmm. the wand. Nope, it's going to be right in my face. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to I'm going to run the other way. Yeah. Um so Anastasia immediately takes it back home and she's just like, "Mom, like no more chores. Like I found the solution to our problems." And everyone's kind of like, "She's crazy." Um first yeah. instinct they're just like, "We don't believe her," which is an appropriate response to someone <laughs> just look, wand. look, she's like, look what I found. They're like, it's a stick. <laughs> a stick. Oh my gosh, she's finally lost it. Um, so she's trying to remember the words that uh the fairy godmother uses, you know, bibbity bobbity boo. And the fairy godmother appears. She's just like, oh, like, be very careful. You don't know what you're holding. And that's when Lady Tremaine's like, huh, I guess this is kind of real. And they go into kind of like a wrestling match over the wand and Anastasia turns the fairy godmother into a statue. Mm-hmm. And that seals the deal. Lady Tremaine is on board. She's like, oh, magic's real. We're gonna use and abuse this to the fullest right now. And that's where you get Anastasia's like moral compass because she's just, she feels bad. Yeah, she's like, Grandma! Uh, gr- gr- Grandma, I'm sorry, can I? Like, she, yeah, she wasn't trying to do that. It just happened. And but this also really shows the, you know, Lady Charmaine's, like, her full motive and her full, like, because Anastasia and Drizella are like, oh, we can use this to, like, fix the house and stop doing chores. And she's like, no, we can, and Lady Charmaine's like, no, let's do this to, like, ruin Cinderella's life. It's like, yeah. they don't really, they they only hate that Cinderella's gone because now they have to do the housework, whereas... Lady Tremaine is just, like, seething by how much she hates that Cinderella won. Air quotes, won. Yeah. And and they're, and she's like, no, we can... And they're like, oh, we can do this to fix the house or uh, do the dishes or whatever. And she's like, no, we'll do this to take away Cinderella's ending. And then they're like, oh! Like, it didn't occur to them at all. Yeah. <laughs> I think they play with it, too, where they're, like, giving themselves, like, jewelry or something or, like... Oh they yeah, with the wand. Drizella did that. Was late doing that later, and I'm like, you are picking the ugliest stuff to wear, <laughs> <laughs> but expensive. But yes. um, yeah. So Lady Tremaine does something, um, and she basically opens like a black hole situation where she kind of flips through. Like, scene by scene, ripping Cinderella and Prince Charming apart as we go. When they're literally being ripped apart, I was literally like, no! And when the, when the fairy godmother turns to stone, I literally gasped. And, yeah. And when they're really being, literally, because it shows uh, Cinderella and the prince, like, right now, like, in their anniversary being ripped apart. It shows them at their wedding being ripped apart. At, like, and I literally was just like, oh, no! And I knew it was coming, yet I was still just like, <laughs> like all upset that it was happening. And oh it, yeah, and it sets it back to when the Grand Duke 
arrives at their house for the girls to try on the slipper. Mm -hmm. And I was starting to think about this from, because I wanted your opinion on this because uh, it, so the whole point is she's like, they're like, where where's Cinderella? And she's like, she's exactly where she was. She was uh, locked in the tower at this point. And, and then obviously Cinderella makes it out just as they, they basically make the, slipper fit Anastasia which I was wondering about because she's wearing the glass slipper the glass slipper for the rest of like most like the rest most of the movie and she's still wearing her other shoe and I was like is she did they make her foot smaller or the shoe bigger the shoe bigger okay because I was that makes more sense but I'm like it's not like we see because that would have been a funny joke if she looks down and one foot is how how small did you say Cinderella's feet were like four and a half or something? Oh, four and a half. <laughs> My God, that's so small. Um, but insert clip of Sam freaking out back oh, in Cinderella yeah. about being four and a half here. That, that but, is uh, so small. But um, this, you know, it it's basically take this at this point the perspective is of Lady Tremaine and Anastasia. It pretty much jumps perspectives between the whole movie, between Cinderella, the prince, and Anastasia. And mm. I guess, and the and mice too, a little bit. Um, but I was wondering, from, a, from just a story, not this, like, this is meant for kids. It's a straight-to-video release, or any major fan of Cinderella or Disney. But, you know, mostly kids. And I was wondering if this... Aside from all that, would it have been, would it have made more sense or been more entertaining if at that moment when the Grand Duke is all coming, we're still at Cinderella's perspective and she, because we know what's happening, but she has no idea Mm -hmm. and then figures it out later. So I was thinking, wouldn't that have been a crazier trip if we had no idea what was happening until like later in the movie when she finds out like if it was solely from her perspective do you know what i mean yeah huh it maybe was really like i feel like then they would have really been like oh oh my gosh she went back in time what like i mean obviously we knew this and not saying that this it's not a crazy movie regardless it just was making me think from like a storytelling standpoint if that if it had been told that way or if it had been told strictly from the prince's perspective because he really has no clue what's going on and again i can't blame him for not knowing what's going on yeah um that would be crazy right (laughs) that would be insane if we just started like out of nowhere at the picnic like we just got the picnic we didn't see anastasia's point of view at all and all of a sudden yeah like we see like uh we see her there, and maybe we see, like, the wand, like, go flying or something, and then the fairy godmother goes away. And then, like, we see it all from that end, not from mm-hmm. the, like, Lady Tremaine's end. And then maybe later in the movie we get, like, a flashback of this whole thing. But it was just it was just more making me think, like, I get why they're showing it from this perspective, because they want to make sure that it's clear what's happening, because it is time to, it is, you know, messing with time which time, can get confusing yeah. but um i don't know it just was kind of wondering like if wouldn't that have been interesting if they did teach uh show it from that perspective 
That would be insane. Yeah. <laughs> I would genuinely, I'm, I would watch it still. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't, yeah. I would, I would be so like, what? Because <laughs> we would just be on the same boat. We would be like, I have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah. Like, I know this is a very weird reference, but like the third uh, Men in Black where like Will Smith and or uh, Jay is Jay's with K, and then the next morning he wakes up and just K's not there anymore, and then they figure out, oh wait, like what? And then they over to Willie's, oh wait, he went back in time and and something happened, and you got to go back and fix it, like mm-hmm. like that idea. That's I don't know, that's what I was thinking, but anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, it got they go back to at this moment and the slipper does fit uh anastasia yeah and so yeah yeah (laughs) lady lady tremaine um makes the slipper fit they're on their way out and cinderella comes out and lady tremaine destroys the other slipper (sighs) which is like in the first one the only other thing that proved that she fit the slipper was that she had the matching pair and lady tremaine was like nope no loose ends she straight up destroys it mm-hmm. and they go off and cinderella's not gonna let this slide she's like i'm going to the palace this song uh what did you think of i know you i, I mean the songs are like fun but this song voice wise it sounded a lot more pop oh yeah compared to the was- original and more her, than a dream yeah and even her voice sounded and when she's like i was just kind of thinking this the with this song i think this song totally could have fit in i mean not based uh, uh like vocally it was is different and whatnot but like uh, some of the lyrics again are kind of contemporary in terms of just what how they're said but like the context could totally fit in with the original i think um yeah but i will say the song kind of at the end turns into like a bell reprise like she's running outside yeah. and like <laughs> uh, like like literally like it's the same, it turns into the same thing <laughs> oh yeah definitely um was it the sound of music oh um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's on the hill yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, um yeah i was yeah i guess every princess has to have their hill reprise or something <laughs> yeah. but she got it it's there i had no problem with this song i actually kind of liked it yeah um, I, I was i did dislike it it just um i think it yeah. was vocally it just sounded Vo- yeah very contemporary um, yeah for sure and i just thought it was funny because i was thinking the part in the the very first line is she says like i thought i always dreamed my life would be a fairy tale a perfect fantasy and i'm thinking like at what point did you think (laughs) this because your life for the last like at least 10 years you've been just like a freaking maid (laughs) so i'm just curious at what point did you like you thought this before like it just it seemed like uh information about cinderella that would have applied more in the first one than this one because we know we know what happens, you know, what happened. But, like, from this end of at this point, she doesn't know that she was married to the prince and everything was great. So the song just seems like 
not re- uh, not redundant, but like almost like it doesn't quite make sense because she doesn't know all this information that her life was yeah. perfect. It's like, so when did you think your life was going to be a fantasy? <laughs> but yeah. yeah, no, like I didn't dislike the song. Like it wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't quite as exposition-y other than just the very end became very exposition-y, but the first part yeah. wasn't. Um, but, but anyway. <laughs> but moving along. Yeah, so obviously what everyone saw the fault in the king saying, go find the chick who fi- fits the slipper. Um, Anastasia walks in, meets the prince. The prince is like, no. <laughs> you yes. are not the person I dance with at the ball. <laughs> Which I freaking love just because Let's see, first of all, the scene before that, he's fighting, he and his dad are, like, fencing, and I guess it's supposed to be, like, an indoor gym type of thing. Like, there's yeah. literally, like, a trapeze, and, like, and I'm like, what, what, what a weird room, <laughs> what a room, like, it's like a freaking jungle gym, or a, a gymnastics studio, I guess, or whatever, and he, yeah, he's so excited, and then, I think what I do love is because it makes it clear, like, and even the king in the first movie says, like, like the duke says, this slipper could fit, like, a number of girls. And the king just mm-hmm. wants him, the king just wants him to get married. He doesn't really care to who. It only yeah. worked out that it was Cinderella. Um, but in, and in this, like, you kind of realize, oh, oh, this, it really makes you kind of, it is a real what if, because, yeah, he would have just, he just wanted, he just wants him to get married. And this is somebody who the slipper fits. So mm-hmm. it just kind of was like a, whoa, because we all let that slide before because it worked out with Cinderella. But because yeah. in this scenario, it doesn't, it's like, whoa, this is kind of a, like, okay, you're being kind of sneaky here. But I do mm-hmm. like that scene. He goes in, he's like, oh, you're, he's so awkward about it. Too. <laughs> like, yeah, he's, he's just like, uh, um, I'm in the wrong room. I, just, I have to be. <laughs> yeah, I just thought that was funny. It's like, you know, you could just say, oh, I'm sorry. You're... He was trying, he was making it so much, way more awkward than it was. He could have just been like, um, yeah, you're not, I'm sorry, but you're not the one that I danced with last night. He could have just cut to the chase. He's like, oh, yeah. well, I was expecting someone different. Like, well, but, I mean, you could, you know, you, you, no, you weren't expecting someone different. You were expecting the person you danced with. <laughs> Which was not her. Um, yeah. Well, it isn't until. <laughs> no, well, not yet. It isn't. So, um, you know, Anastasia starts kind of freaking out. He's walking away, and Lady Tremaine uses the wand, and Jacques and Gus are like peeping and spying from like a random hole in like the ceiling. There are holes and... all over this castle. Yeah. It's it was part of the architectural design. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they knew there would be spying mice. Yes. And ev- everything could be opened. But um yeah, so Lady Tremaine uses magic, the magic wand again, and alters the memory now to just replace Cinderella with Anastasia. And you're like, and "No!" Yeah, <laughs> your whole thing's crushed. You're losing hope by the second. And yeah, the prince is just like, wait, no, it was you. Like, I need to go, let's go meet my dad, you know? And, uh, 
Oh, yeah. By the way, we forgot. So at the end of the last song, Cinderella decides to, she's got to go because the she's like, oh, I can just go to the castle. The prince knows me. He's got to remember me, which was a solid plan. Like, I'm not being sarcastic. <laughs> that is a reasonable, solid plan. Whereas Lady Tremaine doesn't seem, seems surprised by the fact that she has to tr- uh, use magic on the prince. It's like, really? You're surprised that this girl looks completely different from Cinderella? Yeah. Um, and also, oh, so when Cinderella actually shows up, she go- takes the servant's entrance. And mm-hmm. I thought this part was weird because she's helping just so she can sneak in, helping unload stuff. And oh, this part was funny though too. She's helping unload stuff, and this guy eyes her, like, kind of like, I think, like, a who are you or whatever, but he just is eyeing her, and then she, like, grins at him, and he gives her whatever. I don't know what it was. Like, was it cheese? bread? Cheese? Oh, cheese? I'm like, it was, it was so much. I'm like, is this cheese? Is this bread? Is this, like, a a seat donut? Like, you need, like, a more comfortable thing to sit on on a chair? Like, I didn't know what they were. And the guy behind Cinderella then grins at the guy at the guy so he'll be nicer to him i laughed at that part um but yeah that's why so and then she just tells prudence she runs into prudence who's from the second one that oh i'm the royal mouse catcher and she that's how that's what her excuse is and so they split up so they can find the prince faster and the mice are watching the watching lady tremaine she has the magic wand and she tricks the prince Mm-hmm. That's why they're there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I totally forgot that scene. But yeah. So Cinderella is in the castle while yes. this is all happening. Mm-hmm. And um, which with, is important. But it's it very with important. Her, with her butterfly or mouse net. Yeah. That just happened to be at the castle. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Coincidence. Coincidence yes. the movie. Um <laughs> Yes. So what happens here? I think Anastasia has like a moment with the dad. I believe. everyone breaks off. No one is together at the at like oh. at this point in time. Oh, I think uh well right before this, this is when Cinderella doesn't know at this point. So the mice are like, "Oh my gosh, we got to go tell Cinderella." And uh she's still looking for the prince and hides cuz she hears her stepmother and stepsisters come in. And First of all, Lucifer is with them, which I think is very weird. Like, th- like I mean, not that they would even, not that even that they would bring him, not that, that I wouldn't believe that they would do that, but he's just roaming free, and they walk right past Cinderella, and then he smells her, like he's like a dog, and I'm like, okay, cats don't do this. Mm-hmm. Cats don't sniff like this. Like, and if anything, yeah, he probably would have warned them like oh hey i know there's something there you guys gotta see but like most cats would just be like whatever and then just go on with their life but no yeah. because this cat is an a-hole so of course he's gonna be <laughs> more of a jerk but um yeah i think the uh later she oh is introduced to the dad and they're in the like dining hall testing t- taste testing for the wedding mm-hmm and oh my god, like, I don't understand. Were Drizella and Anastasia raised by animals? Like, like Drizella's just, like, yes. grabbing, like, <laughs> with her hand, with her fist, like, globs of frosting off cakes and stuff. And, like, they get into a food fight. And, of course, this is when the dad walks in. Like, the king walks in. And, yeah. Uh, I love this entrance where the 
Prince is just like, like, oh, you're gonna love her, Dad. She's everything. She's poised. She's <laughs> elegant. She's yeah, like just cake drowned in cake, covered head to toe in cake. The cake and, um, falls on her. It's so big. It's like like a couple of stories almost. Yeah, and she screams, and I honestly think like, okay, realistically, you would be in a heap of trouble. Like if cake falls on you, you don't just like accept that cake falls on you. That is dense. That is pounds of bread and frosting. <laughs> you are for sure being crushed to death by this cake. That is a but, very you know, good point. I'm more thinking it's a cartoon, so it's, you know it's animation. It's animation <laughs> where the frosting she just like pushes it off her and she's clean. Oh yeah, she's just like, uh, this is off. And then she bows in front of the king and a glob of cake <laughs> falls from her head into his open hand. And <laughs> it's hilarious. He just puts and it he on just wipes it. Yeah, he just wipes it on the duke. Yeah. He's just like, oh, um. Yeah. The duke holds out a plate and he just puts it on the duke's shoulder. It's like, he's holding out a plate. <laughs> the duke deep puts up with so much. Oh yeah, he, he's this like putting Duke. up with this like this like child of an adult. <laughs> but at this point, like I guess the king is um he sees a lot of his wife in Anastasia. Oh yeah, so after, and- wait, sorry, sorry. After this awkward uh, introduction, they the prince is like, oh, how about a dance? And the next oh, scene, gosh. they're just dancing, and I'm like awkward you have cake all over you not, not even the cake not even even if it was cinderella like i feel like this would be awkward like let's just dance and have um our families watch and that's it we're all it. gonna watch you do it again it was like it was a, fall in love it was because the whole point of it was the dance was so different than what the prince had experienced with cinderella but also the fact that she's a a bad dancer and stepping on his toes, which didn't happen with Cinderella. But the most important thing is that the king was telling the prince, "Hey, like saying how when he first met his mother, um, he says like he said how how he said that, like he knew that she was the one like by just like touching her hand, like he felt it mm-hmm. like right in like holding her hand, and he doesn't feel anything with Anastasia." Whereas on Anastasia's end, she's noticing that he's actually being really nice to her, like genuinely mm. kind. And she's like, oh, like, like, and also that's kind of, that is so sad. Like, like this, it's not even just that this Lady Tremaine just seems to hate everybody, not even her own children. But like, she's genuinely so like, wow, he's nice to me. I think he actually likes me, <laughs> which is like. Well, first of all, no, he doesn't because he thinks you're Cinderella. But, yeah. but, uh, and yeah, I think after this, this is when he has she has the heart to heart with the the king. Yeah. So I believe while this is happening, um, the prince is off, and Cinderella and the prince actually meet. They run into each other, mm-hmm. and again, this is the same thing with the hand thing. Um, they actually touch hands because she drops her mice catcher butterfly (laughs) net thing. Yeah. And that's when he's like, he's trying real hard to know that like, and she's acting like, oh, like he has to remember me all shy and cutesy. Which is fair. Which is so fair. I mean, given she doesn't know that he's under a spell 
but he would have remembered her. He did remember and be like, oh, wait, this other human is not the one that I was hanging out with last night. Yeah. Like, nothing. Maybe she was blonde, but no. Nothing on her. Oh, actually, I want to bring that up. I was going to bring this up later. <laughs> her Cinderella is blonde, yet in this movie, she's like a ginger. Her hair's like an orange color. Yeah. And it's the whole movie, the coloring is very warm. Like, it's kind of almost like a fall-esque, like, warm. Like, that's, like, the coloring. But it's, like, as the, by the end of the movie, it's not, like, just, like, I'm, like, I will give her her hair could be strawberry blonde. <laughs> but it looks, by the end, it's, like, a free, it's, like, orange, pretty much. And I'm, like, yeah. I even looked it up. I'm, like, I looked up a picture of Cinderella. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure her hair's blonde. <laughs> I'm pretty it's, sure she's blonde. It was blonde in the last two movies. Like, I, <laughs> And so I'm pretty sure it's blonde here. Yeah, but, you know, her hair is orange in this scene. But, I mean, she pulls it off. But, <laughs> like, yeah, it is not the same Ir- color. Irrelevant. Makes no difference. Yes. But I but, yeah, wanted to bring so, that up now. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, for sure. So they touch hands. And he's just like, huh. Wait. <laughs> and, he's, and that's all. He doesn't, he doesn't talk about it. Yeah. He's just like, that was weird. And then walks away. Well. <laughs> Not really walks away. Um, but his walk away the, was weird. Did you notice it? Yeah, it, <laughs> it was all weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then so, um, yeah, the lady of the house, whatever her face is. Yeah. Um, she comes, interrupts them, which I'm terribly mad about because I was like, he would have remembered if you left them alone for like five more minutes. But um, so they're pulled away and he's, you know, being a prince and respectful and like. Oh yeah, you you go ahead, do your job. I'm gonna I'm gonna go this way. Yeah, and um, yeah. So we cut back to the king and Anastasia having a heart to heart. He's explaining his wife and who looks in like you know kind of like Anastasia. It's the same color dress, the red red hair. Um, can't dance. Nothing like the prince. Yeah, like where did the prince get um, this dark hair? Yeah, I'm assuming the king from. Oh, young? yeah. But oh, yeah. The king looks—he looks exactly the same. So I mean, oh, there's yeah. no—I mean, there's no real like how old is the? There's not really a picture of the young king. He just looks exactly the same in all of his portraits. Oh yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> Dark hair. At, maybe at some point. But uh, yeah, it doesn't really. It's mo- he mostly just looks the same exact. Like he's old, he's bald with a mustache, and like he, he never, we never seen with dark. I like, yeah, I can totally believe it that the dark hair, he was dark haired when he was younger, but none of the pictures show that. He just looks yeah. exactly the same. He's always been, also, he's always been sixty five. Yeah. Also, take a biology class. Um, <laughs> red hair is the most like recessive gene you can pass on. Your child will have red hair. No, you don't mean dominant gene. Dominant is it dominant recessive? What's recessive? Recessive is remember. like uh, dominant is the one, the more common one. Dom, that makes sense. Yeah, but um, again, still my point. Mm-hmm. He was she should he should have red hair. Um, oh, he would his skin tone. He would not pull off red hair. It'd have to be dark red. Well, see, then again, if it was the same color as like Anastasia's or his mom's, I guess I'm tr- I'm picturing like two. Br- I think I'm more picturing an orangey, which wouldn't look good on his skin tone. Oh no, he can't be like a ginger. No. <laughs> anyway, 
<laughs> we are getting way too and caught up in the genetics. <laughs> so we're actually having a conversation. We're gonna like about, talk about, about it. Why the is of the prince. why is Prince Charming dark haired when his mother was a redhead? <laughs> Someone chart this. Someone, please. I'm gonna. I'm sure it's a thing. I'm. That, I would not be surprised. This. I would not be surprised if that's a thing. I'll Pinterest this later. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so they're having a heart to heart, and he's explaining how you know Anastasia reminds um how she reminds him of his wife, and he says, "I want to give you something, right?" And she's expecting like a diamond or a crown or something extravagant and he places a small little seashell mm-hmm. and he just explains that this belonged to his wife and that i i it's something to do with love it was I, a I symbol the, of like true love symbol of true love right which is very and, um, sweet very sweet and she brings it back to her mom and Gisela. And she's like, he gave me this. And they're like, a seashell? And she's like, it's a symbol of true love. And they're just like, like rolling their I'm like, Ugh. that's really, that is very beautiful and very sweet. Like, like I was like, you guys are, you guys are insane. This is a very sweet token of love. Mm-hmm. Like it, the whole point of it, I mean, it didn't even have to be a seashell. Like it could have been like a rock. Like, the whole point is that it's something special to him that reminds him of his wife. Like, yeah. and they're missing the they're totally missing the point here. A seashell? Like, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, basically. <laughs> so, um, Cinderella dresses up as a maid and sneaks into, doesn't sneak in, but... Actually, can we talk about this for a second? Like... <laughs> So yeah, so the uh, Jacques and Jacques and Gus basically say, yeah, the uh, she has the fairy godmother's wand. And wait, did they tell her that? No, I think they just told her. They didn't tell her that she like you know turned, changed time. I think they don't think they know that, but they just said that she is the prince under a spell. Yeah, that's all she knows, and that's all they know. But um, she basically they sneak in to go get the wand, and she's gonna sneak in after to like actually they're gonna just get it out of the because the just like uh when she locks cinderella in her room she has the key in the pocket and they're gonna sneak in get the key and whatever and she goes in wearing her apron and stuff (laughs) and she's wearing her same clothes that she was wearing early all day that they saw her in if they paid attention Mm -hmm. and just put Mm -hmm. an apron on (laughs) and like a hat on (laughs) and i will say it's a bonnet so she's kind of covering her eyes and she's like, but like, no, <laughs> yeah, and uh, no surprise, they recognize her. <laughs> yeah, but a little too late, they managed to get the wand, mm-hmm. and um, so she's running, and she's like, I need to find the prince. I need to reverse it, and she calls the guards. Everyone's going after Cinderella, and she's just at the very last second, she's about to do it, and she gets caught. Also, so. Jack and Gus have the wand and they're right behind her. And I'm like, why doesn't she just grab the wand? It's it's not I understand that she's running away, but like if she just grabbed the wand, she probably would A like I don't know, like she wouldn't have to be running like her friends would be with her and she doesn't have to be af- worried that they're gonna 
get lost with the wand. Like she has the wand. I'm like, just grab there. I wish, I just wish there was like a struggle. Like they're trying, she's trying to reach for it, but can't or something gets in the way. Like she's just running and they're right behind her. I'm like, why not just go and grab the wand so they don't have to carry it. It's easier for you to carry it. They're smaller. You're bigger. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking that the whole time. And this is when I just felt like it was getting really like, starting to get really crazy. Like, Oh my gosh, like, she's literally running through the castle, being framed as a thief. Like, the whole, it's spending well, it actually is making me think, um, this might be a kind of obscure reference, but if anyone remembers the Aladdin series, there was a Little Mermaid series, a Hercules series, and there was an Aladdin series, and there was, like, the, maybe you remember there was, like, the street rat who was, like, the girl Aladdin, basically, and she's a witch, and yeah. she's, like, in love with Aladdin, and she does, like, a spell, and she switches place with places with Jasmine, and the animals are the only ones that remember, so Iago, Abu, and Raja, and they have to go find Jasmine, who's a street rat, and the thing is, when she and Aladdin see each other, there's, like, something there, and they have to, like, that's just, like, the episode of them getting to, getting them to get together, and it just <laughs> made me think of that, so, like, that's basically what this... It's basically just a movie of that, but it's yeah. other people. It's other Disney characters. It's other, yeah. So uh, she, yeah, so she's captured, and then Lady Tremaine orders uh, her to be exiled. Which does she like, have shipped an off authority? To a different kingdom, like, like the the <laughs> does she have like, that I'm authority? Like, what? I don't know. Like, I guess, like she's the the future mother in law. I don't like. There is no. There's, like, I don't know. Like, do you suddenly have the authority to banish people? I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know how royalty works. I would assume some type of power. And given the situation, maybe they would have been like, yeah, lady, we're going to do this anyway. Yeah, I didn't think it but, was um, that. I didn't think it was that obscure. It was like, I just more was like, you, I mean. Who are you? Yeah. It, it, when it, when, <laughs> I, when I did think about it, I'm like, okay, she is in the palace and the, she probably does outrank it doesn't outrank the prince, but she outranks, like, the guards, at least. Like, she can probably oh, yeah. tell them, hey, like, I, I don't, I didn't think it was weird that she had the power, but I did think it was weird. At first, I was like, wait, what? Like, you can just do that? You can be in someone else's house and order people around? But, I mean, also, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, while that's happening, the prince, um, Jacques and Gus find the prince, and they charade the entire story to him with a song and he's kind of, with the song <laughs> and again fun cute very funny very very funny and it's like probably the most we get out of the prince um, yeah in terms of like one-on-one like let's give the prince a shining spotlight yeah i did find it funny and- sorry i did find it funny though because he is like being now really confused like there's something about that girl. I felt like when I, you know, cause he, she does at this moment fully touches, they fully, fully touch their hands. And he really is mm-hmm. like, Whoa, like he totally feels it. And the fact, I do love the fact that Gus and Jack are just like, okay, you know what? We're just going to tell him what's going on. Cut right to the chase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, yeah, they do the song and he leaves. And then, and then they do a reprise. They're like one more time. And I laughed because <laughs> I literally was thinking this would be us. If we ever burst out of the song, <laughs> we would totally do a reprise. Like, I was like, this is totally... Uh, immediately a- after, yes. too. <laughs> They're like, at the... Bu-. 
Like they just didn't. Oh. I loved. I loved it. But then this is when we get the meta joke. The prince comes back and he's like, "Oh, by the way, loved the song." And I didn't like that there was a meta joke. It was just too weird. That was for me the weirdest thing in this movie. Yeah, was the meta joke. Are you sure? Because <laughs> what happens next? I, actually, you is... know what? I take it back. I take it back. It was the most uncomfortable thing that happened in this movie. Uh, <laughs> actually, so is that okay to the... say? Or is um, there? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Actually. Oh wait. Actually, okay. Sorry. You can <laughs> We're getting into the so, best part of the movie. <laughs> my favorite scene, and I think the only memorable scene of Cinderella Three: A Twist in Time, comes right now. The prince now knows, right? The whole story. Cinderella's being shipped off, literally in a ship, and um, yes. he meets his dad on a set of stairs, a flight of stairs. <laughs> and the dad's trying to convince him, like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Like, this is preposterous. Like, you need to stop. Get a grip, man. <laughs> and he's like, I'm gonna go marry the girl like, that fits the slipper that I love. And he's just like, right on. So, Anastasia, she's like, no. And I, the most famous line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, so excited. The king looks at the prince and says, I... Will not let you take another step down these stairs and he just looks at his father says okay and jumps out the window <laughs> this is like a meme like this is the best um i just i've seen that have you seen that have you seen that thing that somebody said this is why i love cinderella 3 <laughs> like the jokes like this. yeah to me i love Cinder- this is maybe up there with like uh when ling uh Po and Yao are in drag in Mulan. It's just that like unexpected, like amazing moment of humor of just like yeah. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? I'm just like, okay. Um he just, yeah. he just okay, it just jumps out the window. <laughs> he doesn't even hesitate. Doesn't even jump. It's no, it's not a jump. No. He throws himself he out, the out the window. He dives out the window. He nose dives out this window. And not gracefully, because if you go scene by scene, which is part of the meme, he's like flailing his arms <laughs> and legs. Like he is falling. Yeah, because of this the man- meme, I actually thought it was slower. I thought it was going to be more cartoonish of he jumps and then like falls like he pauses for a minute because that's how it is in the meme it's broken up of him jumping out and then falling down and then mm-hmm. i realize oh of course not but he just still dives out the window <laughs> it's just it's definitely the best part it's definitely the funniest part of the movie it's super like it's super unexpected the prince has way more of a character in this than he does in the original but also in the original oh yeah it's not like it's not about, it's not like, oh, he was poorly. It's not his movie. Yeah, it's not his movie. It's not poorly written. It's just, it's, there's no reason for him to have more of a character. Yeah. Um, but this one, he did need to have more of a character, and it's super entertaining. <laughs> well, this is just, I yeah. love this scene so much. It's just so it's funny. It's the best thing. It's the best thing. The best it's one thing. of the best things that's ever happened in, like, a Disney movie. <laughs> like, just, yeah, it is just so funny. You need to just go, just, go, just, go to Disney Plus. Just go on go YouTube. Cinderella three. Just go on YouTube and type Cinderella three. <laughs> Prince jumps out window. Like it's the best. Just do it right now. Just, just like just pause right, and do it right now. <laughs> pause. Come back. Laugh with us. Like 
It's so <laughs> funny. Like, I think if I was ever, like, super, super sad about something, I would just go and watch Cinderella 3. Just watch this scene. I would just watch the scene. Just watch <laughs> this scene. Yeah. And just replay that scene over and over again because it is hilarious. I thought you... Yeah. I laugh every single I thought time. you were saying you were gonna just jump out a window like that. <laughs> like, oh, gosh, not, no. Not, not, not like... No, not like that, but just like... <laughs> you know? I mean, just... <laughs> It's the it is just so comically like what and of course you know there's a horse waiting at the bottom (laughs) he lands perfectly at the horse which is like fine you know fine i guess like flynn rider type of situation oh oh, yeah but it gets extra flynn ridery later (laughs) yeah so we have to unfortunately move on from this beautiful beautiful scene (laughs) but um because there's still a whole movie going on and so he remembers, or not fully, but he understands. And he goes, runs after Cinderella, and well, Pirates of the Caribbean his way into the ship. Well, yeah, the boat, and- well, the boat has... Actually, it was more of a reference, I think, because Peter Pan, I think, did... Actually, that's happened in both. Yeah, that's happened in both. So he... Yeah. The, the <laughs> ship, he just missed the ship. He then goes up, like, a hill. He rides into, like... There's, like, a little barn or something... And the horse, obviously, beforehand, he's talking to the horse, like, because the gate was coming down because they were trying to keep him in. And even the king by this point is like, no, let him go. Like, let him mm-hmm. go. He's kind of, their relationship a little bit kind of reminded me of Philip and the king and in Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> like, a little bit um, of that sense of one is way more ridiculous and one way is way more poised, but, like of yeah. the, you you know he wants what's best and he's gonna just like he has to kind of just trust him and so <laughs> yeah he the, he was talking to the horse like because the gate's coming down he's like oh don't look up just keep going keep going and by this point the horse <laughs> when they're launching out of the bar the, the horse is like i'm not doing this and he stops and the horse goes <laughs> flying this is like straight also a flynn rider moment and then yeah lands on the ship takes his knife and is like going down which yeah, I think that's it's happened. It's definitely happened in Pirates, but I think they were, and it made me think of uh, like Peter Pan esque. I think that was also mm-hmm. kind of the reference. And then he lands like on the ship, and Cinderella is the only other than the crew. Cinderella is the only person on this ship. Yeah, which is like, I mean, what are they not slow day for exiles? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah i guess just a slow day it's probably like a tuesday middle of the week not a I gotta lot say though when happening when she is being like she's basically been arrested and being banished and she is just so like she looks just so done and so defeated it is actually almost heartbreaking <laughs> like how defeated she looks but i was thinking oh yeah she's just- yeah and i was sort of thinking you know she actually might I guess why I get why she doesn't want to leave because you know she loves the prince but like I was like you know she actually would probably make a better life for herself if she left yeah but uh like it wouldn't be that bad but I I think yeah her sadness comes from the prince there's I I can't <laughs> yeah there's nothing here for me here no and more and then it but, gets um, very you know romantic and sappy because the prince like rushes to her and he actually, I guess, was it, he was, he remembers now. Like, he's, like. Yeah, once they touched and, like, kissed or whatever. Yeah. 
and he doesn't and everything comes back because, i just thought it was funny because he proposes to her and he only knows her name because of the mice and he says will you marry me cinderella and she's like uh, it's cinderella and it's like dude doesn't even know your name <laughs> which i get why but i just thought that was funny i'm like I mean, I know the circumstances are not his fault. He should know your name, but I—it's—it's it's supposed to be a cute little because he's just taken after the mice by this point. But it's like, oh, that's awkward. In most, I will say this, guys. In most scenarios, if someone proposes to you and messes up your name, maybe take a step back and ask why. But this is a scenario yeah. where I'm comfortable letting it slide. Like, sure, <laughs> yeah. Fine. So, um, yeah, so they ride back, um, a very quick scene of, um, the prince introducing Cinderella to the king, and the king still being like, yeah, this is fine. <laughs> like, <laughs> the king's just like, alright, like, forget Anastasia, who, what, no, doesn't exist. And then the king's like, you gotta go up there and get that stepmother because, you know, bad. Uh, bad, evil, magic. So the second I think they burst into the room, they use magic and they escape. They just, it's like Jafar um, style. Yeah. Suddenly they're just not there Mm -hmm. anymore. So I'm assuming time, but also unsure. There's a wedding. Oh yeah. So there was a wedding. They were planning the wedding for Anastasia and the prince like all day. Like this is, and when I realized, you know, yeah, this whole movie takes place in about a day because, um, They, the Duke and, they arrive at the house in, first thing in the morning. And the wedding, they decide to have the wedding that night. So yeah, this takes place in the course of a day. And they're just like, you know what, there's still a wedding going on. Let's just, let's just have, let's just switch girls and have the wedding. Like, <laughs> everyone keep going, just keep going, and we're rolling with it, it's fine. I don't think we talked about this in uh, the last one. I do love Cinderella's wedding dress. It's very very simple and very elegant. I love uh, wedding dresses with sleeves. I worked at David's Bridal. I was a bridal stylist for about six months. And I, it was, it was a job, like, I mean, it was retail. So there were times that it was kind of frustrating, but overall, like, but that's any retail job. But overall, it was actually like, it was, I love weddings and I love wedding dresses. So it was kind of a treat true like some of the time like i was just surrounded by all these gorgeous dresses um and i'm a huge sucker for dresses with sleeves just because they're super elegant like yeah um and i at the very end of the movie the like fairy godmother changes her wedding dress and i don't like it as much it's not bad (laughs) i just don't like it as much this one's way more sweet and elegant but as she's getting dressed and the mice are putting her veil on something as sinister has to happen. Of course, because like every Disney movie, this is the last 12 minutes and <laughs> the major plot has to be... Like, yeah. uh, oh my god, this is when it gets... the truth, I'm no, not wrong. No, you are not. This is when, but this is honestly like, things get, things more got, I guess, wild. This is when things really take a crazy turn. Like, yeah, if this was any other movie, you would think, like, this is psychotic. Like, because it's a cute animation, you're like, ha ha ha, it's still kind of fun. But this is like, dang, lady, like, will anything stop you? The answer is no. But, um, (laughs) so 
Lady Tremaine comes with Anastasia, who is a replica. She is exactly head to toe Cinderella, except for like yeah. the voice. Yeah, and which I thought was funny, but um, like okay. But I I like, do love this bit because Cinderella is just like, are you are you gonna be happy? And Anastasia's like, I mean, yeah, because she wants. It's not that she, because she's starting to realize it's not that she wants the prince to love her. She wants someone to love her. And this is when Mm. she, I think during, as we're getting to the wedding, she realizes like, this isn't the same as, because I think at the altar, the prince says something and it's like, this is not the same. This is not fair to him because she is not Cinderella and he's only going to love her as Cinderella. Because he doesn't know Anastasia, and he will never know Anastasia because she'll be pretending to be Cinderella. It does. It is. It did. This 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 movie does really has a couple layers, like um, yeah, definitely more so than the second one. But remember the second one. <laughs> but but like no, I don't. But, um, <laughs> I'm like, what second one? But like, you know, Cinderella. Of course, is that's like that's because she knows that Lady Germaine is just by this point so psychotic and far gone that like I mean she's never going to be able to it's never going to be able to convince her but for Anastasia it's like really like is are you can can you do this are you okay with doing this and Mm -hmm. you know I I guess like that's kind of where she is right now and oh boy so then yeah Lady Tremaine basically sends Cinderella away and Gus and and Jack like basically go with her like and like just dive in with her and then she basically says to Lucifer, "I want like 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 go you're gonna go and make sure they don't come back alive." Which is like what you're just like you're actually <laughs> trying to kill her now. And no 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 that 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 was what was agreed on. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Wait, what? No, that she was like, I need you to take care of them. Yeah. For forever. Yeah. Like it's just like, jeez, like, oh my god, lose with grace. And this is when I feel like <laughs> No. <laughs> I feel like this is honestly the air quotes scariest part of the movie. This is when it things get air quotes. Yeah. This is when things are just so beyond nuts. Like I did not when the first time I saw this movie, I did not go into this thinking this was ever gonna happen. I think this is the most this most horrifying thing. They are in the pumpkin that is, but it's not fully carriage. It's still part pumpkin, but it looks like a carriage and part of the vines from the pumpkin wrap around like a horse, like forcing it to pull it. And who is the, yeah, thorns and, and everything. who is the driver, but human Lucifer. <laughs> it was, it's horrific. It's like, Oh my God. It, <laughs> he's like a short balding man, but he's a cat still. So he can't, he just has this maniacal laugh it's it was terrifying (laughs) but things are just crazy here with these podcasts we always like rewatch the film no matter how like even familiar we are with the film and sam sends me a snapchat of her watching the movie and it's so funny because of course she sends me the prince flying off of I, I'm like no hesitation window. here. I didn't. I think just no hesitation. <laughs> and then she sends me Lucifer. She's just like, what? 
And what? I knew this was coming, like, and I still was just like, holy crap. <laughs> like, I knew it was happening, and I, it's obviously because I've seen this movie, but, like, I haven't watched it as much as you have. But, like, I knew it was coming, but it was still just like, what a weird movie this is. <laughs> oh, man, the twist. Oh, yeah. um, not just twist in time, but just twist, twist, twist at every turn. Yeah. And it's like, this is when he's just basically riding the pumpkin and we got to give it to Jack and Gus. They have never left. They have never left Cinderella alone. Like other than the fact she was being banished. I mean, that wasn't, they weren't there. They would have gone with her, but they weren't actually, no, they wouldn't have gone with her. They were going to go always going to go get the prince because that's who they are. But like, they like had her back always. And even here. And it was just like, bravo guys. You don't get, they do not get enough credit. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. (laughs) And this is just, like, it's, they're trying to, like, pull the pin, separating the carriage from the horse, and, like, of course, Lucifer is trying to go for, he, he, like, almost, like, gets Gus, and then Jack gets, like, thrown back, and, like, is barely hanging on, and they end up, how do, how do they defeat Lucifer again? Um. He, He, like, falls, I know falls, like, he like they don't oh the, do they push him or oh they no they unhook yeah the thing, and then he right? just falls and he keeps he just falls with and the this is carriage. when Cinderella has her zinger she says bad kitty <laughs> and yeah was, yeah okay. and Lucifer <laughs> falls into the water and I guess is back to being a cat now he's not a human anymore he's a cat now and they basically all she puts there I love how her wedding dress has pockets. Which, I'm not kidding, like, whenever there was a wedding dress or a bridesmaid dress that had pockets, it was, like, a done deal. <laughs> they're all like, yep, this one. Oh, yeah. Like, I-, I can't tell you how many times. They're like, this has pockets? Oh, man. Like, everybody <laughs> loves having, like, I cannot tell you the excitement a girl has when she finds out her very formal dress has a pocket. <laughs> I would. I no, would I get it. But it's like, I'm like, I get it. But also, it's like, this case is different. Her dress is destroyed. She's in her wedding dress still, but it's, like, destroyed. But this is probably just, like, a rip that she's using as a pocket. <laughs> but, like, it's, mm-hmm. like, in a real, like, okay, if, like, are, if you're getting married, are you really going to keep your phone in your pocket while you're up there? Like, I don't, I don't think I want it on me. Like, but that's just me. That's, that's going to be weird, too, though. I mean, anyone I would ever want to text is probably at my wedding. Also, it's not like you're going to be texting while Dirk getting married. <laughs> I got to tweet true. this. But what if, like, I need, well, yeah, um, I don't know, I'd probably have, like, a walking um, gum. I don't know. I'll hold something in my I'll pocket. I'll take pictures for you, okay? I'll solve that problem. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, since they defeat uh, Lucifer, they ride, and they're riding back to the palace as the wedding is happening. Yeah. Yes, and so they make it just in time but it's okay because anastasia has like she she finds you know the point of the movie where she's like i want to be loved for myself um he's not gonna love me for me and says like i i don't want to she's it's the whole like i do or like like do you take him i I don't don't (laughs) and and you're like oh what but she's like i like i want someone to love me for me and then cinderella gets oh they um the mice she can't she's stopped by guards 
And then uh, Jack and Gus like go up their pant legs or whatever. And she like runs through and, and uh, this is when things I just, it's, it really shows like how twisted the stepmother is because she basically is going to like puts the wand on uh she okay turns all of the guards into like animals so they can't take her and then mm-hmm. puts the wand on Anastasia and then Cinderella as she as she would because this is her character she goes she stands in front of her stepsister to protect her and then the mm-hmm. prince gets in front of them the wand is aimed at them and he uses a sword to bounce the magic off and uh uh, Lady Tremaine and Gisela are turned into toads. Because they're about to turn Gisela and uh, uh, Anastasia into a toad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so they're, they are now turned into toads. And every, uh, let's see. Anastasia gets the wand, turns herself back into herself. Um, her normal self. Yeah. And then let's see. Yeah, she, would, she, she goes to the king. Mm-hmm. And says like, here like this belongs to you like you should keep it and the king is just like you know everyone deserves love like this is what the seashell represented and let's anastasia keep it it's just so sweet (laughs) and that's super sweet like super sweet because one it's like you know in the moment he was giving that to someone that was like you know his future like daughter-in-law yeah daughter-in-law yeah and but he still was just like you're still a sweet girl. Mm-hmm. Like I saw like a sweet girl in you. Like you, you deserve this. And I'll, yeah. Like I think my wife, yeah, my wife would still want you to deserve true love. And yeah. And, and, and she cute. <laughs> is super sweet and super cute. And she, uh, if she, ha- she stopped the wedding and I mean, I know chaos more, presumed when she stopped the wedding but so she stopped the wedding because she came to her senses realizing it's not even only is this is wrong like it's it's not as much she feels bad because she's ruining this for cinderella she more feels bad because she's ruining this for the prince and she's ruining this for herself because the prince will never Mm -hmm. be with the one he really wants to be with and she'll be with someone who doesn't truly love her and Yeah, I think there's. T- I used to think for years because I am a. I am a little bit of a romantic, and I do love. I do love ridiculous romances, and I also used to kind of think of the the idea of being with someone who doesn't. Not being with. Some- I thought I used to think not being with someone who that you love, but, but like you're not. If I don't get to be with them, is like one of the saddest things ever. And then I realized. No, I think one of the saddest things ever is to be with someone that you love who doesn't love you back. Like, that's another level of... So, so she comes to her senses, and Fairy Godmother comes back, and everything's better now. (laughs) Yeah, and then everything continues. And then we get, like, a cutback of, like, um, Lady Tremaine and Drizella as humans again, but they're, like, dressed in rags. Oh, wait. and then I I believe that's how it ends. <laughs> wait, the rags? Wait, what? Yeah, they're dressed in like Cinderella's like old clothes, kind of. When I just thought they turned into toads. Is there a post credit scene yeah. that I missed? Yeah, it's like a post credit scene. They they turn back into like people and they do the. Man, I turned it. I got us. <sighs> they're not Marvel, so I just turned it. Have out. you not learned? <laughs> oh God, I will go back and I will report my findings <laughs> next time. <laughs> 
<laughs> she's like by the way guys i did go um yeah it's like a mid it's a mid oh scene. okay uh yeah and they're just like oh my gosh no <laughs> um and yeah and but, the, yeah and that's cinderella yeah. three and oh yeah fairy godmother's like you want me to return you back to your lives and i think you mentioned this before they don't know what you're talking about but they're so in love that she's just like ah whatever and it's fine that's Do pretty much <laughs> That's pretty much standing. And I will say this, this movie is a ton of fun. Um, it's not what you would expect. Uh, and as well as um, <laughs> like, it's just, it is just such a ride, <laughs> like from the beginning to the end, but it also really kind of shows, I mean, a little bit, I mean, it is still like Cinderella and the Prince. It, it, yes. It's not like, they only just met, but they do love each other. And it, I will yeah. and we can't say you see why he loves her because in reality, I don't, you know, they just, they just, it, the whole point is that they're just perfect for each other and they are meant to be together mm. no matter what mm. happens. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, how would you, what would you, how would you rate it or age wise? What would you say for the second and the third one? Oh, um any age i think we talked about like those stress high intensity moments that can get a little like hmm let's maybe look away or skip ahead and even then they're not very they're not intense enough where i would say like yeah um avert your eyes or change the scene um like i think i mentioned this previously um my nieces yes (laughs) I bring them yes. up all the time. Um, but they actively watch Cinderella 3. I watched it with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, they, they're they obsessed with it right now, which is my favorite thing in the world. Um, so she enjoys it. She's completely fine with it. She's not picking up anything bad. Not that there is mm-hmm. anything bad. But yeah, I would genuinely say um, you don't need to know Cinderella to watch these films. Especially um, not the third one because you know you get a recap in the beginning. Exposition you get, the song. You, you get exposition the movie. Um, yeah, uh, just skip the second one. Uh, watch watch Cinderella three. Yeah, like um, the second one. I would say I kind of agree. I wouldn't really give it an age range. Um, anyone can watch it. I think it's more of. I would more say if you love Cinderella, watch it because it is just more Cinderella. But it's not like this is a full on like, an, like an adventure or like a thrill ride or like it's this is way more of a story. Whereas the second one is just kind of these are the things that happened. It's just like what was her happily ever after like. Um, mm-hmm. whereas this one is you know a big what if what if this happened. Or what, you know, and I remember the first time I watched it, it's like, Lady Tremaine, you're ruining, you're ruining the words bippity-bobbity-boo. <laughs> Which are such beautiful words that are just nonsense. And they're just about magic. And you're taking them and making them evil. <laughs> but also it seems like, <laughs> can we say that take, do, casting a spell in the is just like, you just say what you want and then say the words? <laughs> Yeah, there. It is very yeah, easy. I guess. I mean, yeah, you see like a difference in like you know like the pumpkin. She couldn't really do it all the way, or like kind of half, not really. But then there was like 
making the prince forget Cinderella and replace it with Anastasia. Apparently, that's just easy. Yeah, a flick but I will of the say wrist. that. Yeah, like, actually, sorry, I cut you off. <laughs> no, you're good. No, but uh, I will say that uh, something that I it's this is like in Disney they always use green to symbolize evil. So with every single Disney villain, like from the evil queen, uh, Jafar, uh, even in, in this movie, like green symbolizes evil. So like, you know, when she has, when Lady Tremaine has the magic wand, it's, it's like, you see the magic and it's green. It's like, it's like, just, I kind of love that touch that they kept up with that. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say, I mean, I honestly, maybe, again, I think this is also any age. I think maybe a four-year-old or something might be kind of a little scared at the end because it is kind of crazy. But, uh, I mean, I would say, like, yeah, I would say maybe, like, five or six-year-old, this would be totally fine to watch. Like, there's nothing really wrong with it. It's just a it's just a freaking thrill ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yes, that is Cinderella 2 and 3 and that's the end of sequel month which oh man, yeah. which we been we've been looking forward to for since we started and it's been fun. I hope you guys have had fun and uh yeah, as we we're going to continue on. Um, we got plans for the next couple of months. Uh, please keep listening. Please like and subscribe. We're on Spotify, uh, iTunes. Um, follow us on Instagram at that good old Disney podcast. And uh, people listening, thank you so much. Uh, any final notes, Josie? Um, go on youtube and look up cinderella 3 prince Jones oh Auto yeah Window. that like just stop <laughs> and yeah, and, yeah that's always good advice that's gonna be my advice from people if someone's really upset go to our instagram we're gonna post the meme. yes <laughs> if you want to see the meme it'll be on i'm instagram. actually gonna say or say that for now if someone's really upset but you know what i do when i'm upset i go on youtube i type cinderella 3 prince jumps out of window and i feel a lot better <laughs> There you go, guys. You're welcome. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Jocelyn Fonsiano. And you've been listening to that good old Disney podcast.